Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Nothing but net. This week, we've got a bad case of March Madness as we picked the very best thing at Walt Disney World. But first, travel news, including sledding in Florida and your chance for a luxurious vacation in a Soviet bunker. Stock up on Gatorade and lace up your Jordans. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society! Welcome back to Action News Team Center K23, your one-stop source for the latest in breaking news around the world and around the corner. Stick around until the top of the hour for our interview with the Japanese billionaire who is using a reality TV show to search for a girlfriend to join him on a voyage around the moon on a SpaceX flight. But first, this pressing question for our hosts. Imagine you've landed the sweet, sweet job of mascot for a basketball team. What's your go-to shtick to get the crowd fired up? I think what I'd probably spend my entire time doing is distracting the overpaid celebrities that like to sit courtside and <laughs> act like they're part of the game, especially if it's like Spike Lee or Drake, and uh, just oh. make it make it a horrible game for them. Definitely I think that would Drake. Be, yeah. yeah, I think that would make it better for the players, make it better for the audience, you know. Go, go steal their, their snacks and, and sodas. Yeah, just, just stand there, <laughs> and every time they get up to yell, just be like, sit down, just sit down. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm definitely doing the uh, the dunking contest with the trampoline. Like, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> like, like once, right? But that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, right at the beginning of the game. I'm going to dress up, you know, as Benny the Bull or... He's the only one I really know. But that, that's that's the one I'm going with. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see you in traction while wearing a mascot uniform. But, like, this can't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> or if they do the that cannon shot, that would be great, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what kind of weird things can you put in a t-shirt cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want to find out? <laughs> oh, no, no. I was talking about loading me into a cannon. Oh, a human cannonball. Yeah, that. like that, that, but the, uh, the, the gun would be fun. Maybe like shoot yeah. you out of a cannon while you're being shot at with t-shirt cannons. Or there they you shoot go. you out of a cannon with the t-shirt cannon in your hands. So as Ooh. you're flying through the air, you can then shoot your t-shirt cannon at people. That's multitasking. I think at our local hockey team, they, they, they shoot hot dogs out of the t-shirt cannon. Yeah. I just think about other... <laughs> hilarious foods to shoot at people people eat those hot dogs that's the question like do you eat the hot would, dog you dave would do. you turn down that hot dog i don't think i'd eat the hot dog oh, i don't know better man it depends than I if am. i have eight bucks to buy the hot dog Ugh. well hey Never. i mean you're getting wieners to the face for free on this thing 
Huh. I'm sure Jeff would be down for that. That's if he were here right now, Jeff would be buying a season pass. So. Isn't that what we're all looking for? <laughs> now it's time for this week's travel news, brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, what's happening over in the theme parks? All right. Well, big news from Walt Disney World as they have released a new dining plan uh, last week. Yay! Woo! So all you hungry folks out there, the new Disney Dining Plan Plus, because Plus is just their thing now. We've got Disney Plus, the streaming platform. Plusing was sort of Walt's thing, so they're they're bringing it back around. Plus one, bro. Plus one. Plus one. Uh, this new dining plan gets you two dining credits per night of your stay, and those can be used on any combination of either table or quick service. So that's kind of a, a nice, flexible plan for folks who thought, you know, some of the plans had too much table service dining. I can see a lot of people switching to this because of the flexibility for it. Um, it's going to be ninety four sixty per adult and $35 per child per night. Uh, that's excluding tax. What's the difference on that between that and the standard dining plan? Price-wise? Yeah. Um, let me see here. I have that pulled up. Sorry. You know, so from my perspective, uh, three meals on the, 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 the premium one is too much. But this actually yeah. isn't a bad, a bad thought if you think about it. Because like, there are times when you know, maybe two table service would work. Um, you know, if when you're in Epcot, for example, I would almost rather have two table service because yeah. there's just way more, you know, whether it's beer garden tempanito there's just a lot more options with the table service versus quick service oh yeah and i mean nine times out of ten there's a festival going on so if you want sort of quick service dining your best bet is to hit up and and get those small meals from all the the food kitchens they do for the festivals Mm -hmm. so yeah when we when my family before i got an annual pass we would do the quick service dining and then we would always do table service we would just pay for it out of pocket but if we were still doing the dining plan, this would be the one that we'd go with. I think that, just to touch on your point, I think the quick service plan is way underrated, by the way. I love the, yeah, I thought yeah. it's great. I mean, for, for the price point and everything, you get two quick service meals a day. And then, yeah, you've, you've still got that third meal so you can add on your table service. We wouldn't do table service every night, but uh, it was, yeah, it was a great option to have. And compared to the other dining plans, so uh, the quick service plan is 55 a night for an adult and 26 a night for child. Um, the standard dining plan is 7801 for an adult and 3051 for child. And then the deluxe dining plan is 119 a night for adult and 4750 a night for child. So, right so in the going up, going up to plus is what an extra like 20 bucks. Yeah. Really a person. Yep. I mean, yeah, pretty yeah, much. So that's either a, either a quick serve or a, yeah, that's a, that's a good deal. One character meal, and you take care of your, your quota for the day. You know, yeah. so to, you, you, when you talk about whether it's worth it or not, one character meal takes care of everything. So uh, I think that might be our go-to plan. Yeah, and you can still use um, two table service credits for the signature dining. So, yeah, if you if you play it right, you can definitely get your money's worth from this one. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them eventually. This is just me speculating off the top of my head, but to see them eventually phase out the original Disney dining plan and just make this standard. I'm surprised to see this many options at this point. I mean, I remember the first time I got the dining plan and it was right after it came out in 2007 and it was the real free dining in September. And it Mm -hmm. was, yeah, it was three meals a day that could be all table service. It included appetizers. I think it included dessert at that time. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. That was my first real trip as an adult was back in 2007. 
that's what we had was the appetizers were included desserts mm-hmm. like i remember going to planet hollywood and it just being stuffed like oh, it was yeah. awesome i remember i we took leftovers home every night and or back to the hotel every night and i remember at the end of the trip i'm looking at this mini fridge full of leftover steak and i was just like i can't why did i do that and you're <laughs> never gonna eat it right no just, no but they're like you want to take it and you're like yeah i guess i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> just feed it to the ducks yeah right they love that love steak <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right. Well, I've got an interesting new attraction that's going to be opening up uh, pretty soon in Florida. Um, I don't know. Dave, you live someplace where it gets pretty cold. Uh, Jess, you don't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. Um, There's actually six inches of snow on the ground right now. And I think it just fell in the last three hours. Uh, How would you like to go uh, all the way down to Tampa, Florida to experience more snow? Well, so the question I have is what's the, if it, the snow is cold, but is the air not cold? Because if the air is not cold, that'd be fun. <laughs> does it hurt my fa- Does it hurt my face, Dan? Does it hurt? No, my face? I don't think I don't think the Tampa air will hurt your face. Uh, Curiously, of Southern Living opening uh, November of this year is a new park, uh, uh, Alpine Snow Park. It's called Snowcat Ridge. It's in Dade City, Florida, sorry, 45 minutes northeast of Tampa. The park will have a 60-foot-tall, 400-foot-long snow tubing hill with uh, one of those tow, tow tarps that you sit down on, and it pulls you up to the top of the hill, and you nice. can sled to your heart's content. Down at the bottom, they're going to have a giant inflatable dome full of snow made with a snow machine, so you can build snowmen and have snowball fights to your heart's content. And then they're going to have a little Alpine village with shopping and dining. So you have, have the full winter time experience while you're in Florida escaping from the winter time experience back at home. <laughs> so this is all year round. They're going to do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a park. It's a permanent, uh, permanent thing. See, huh. here's my thing with, with those snowmakers and the extreme heat you're going to like have, it's basically ice. Yeah. It's not really snow. Think. And then you're getting yeah. like some melting and then probably refreezing as you reapply. So if you bail on this sled, that's going to hurt, right? <laughs> it's not going to hurt your uh, face, but it's going to hurt your body. Yeah. Or at the very least, your ego, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, especially because it's hot outside, so you're probably not going to be all bundled up anyway. So it's going to be shorts and t-shirts. I'm just saying I don't want to get road rash from the snow. <laughs> that's where you're at. Yeah, because <laughs> well. yeah, they have uh, some resorts around here that... Uh, when they open, and because Western Pennsylvania, the weather is so unpredictable, uh, this is our first real snow of the year. That's mm-hmm. that's really been something you can actually go out and, and sled or ski on. So they've been pumping those ice uh, snowmakers all year round, and that stuff is is like ice. I mean, that's really all it is. Just it's uh, snowball chips thrown down, you know. <laughs> that sounds like a real great time. So. Uh... Put a link for that up on the show notes. Uh, Snowcat Village. Check it out in November. Uh, back to you, Jess. All right. Well, back to Walt Disney World. Uh, we just got news that Spaceship Earth will be closing for its big reimagining um, starting on May 26th. Now, we don't have any idea how long this is going to be. They have not said. They said closing for a time. Um, but we know that this is going to be a pretty big reimagining um as they've said there it's going to have a new focus on light and the story of humanity following our long journey from prehistoric humans to today uh they've said they're going to update a lot of the current scenes as well as add some new ones and 
they released a piece of concept art that shows the uh, Egypt scene with a new use of light in it. And to me, it looks like probably projection mapping effects. That seems to be their new go-to for pretty much everything. We're about to see that in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway when that opens uh, next week or this week as time of listening. And um, yeah, it's going to be, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. What's interesting to me is this new description of what the new new show is going to be about is totally different than what they told us it was going to be at D23 not that long ago when they said it was going to be about the role of storytelling in right in and humanity. I think so, they did mention putting in like characters and IP into it, didn't they? At that time, I don't remember characters, but they made it clear there was going to be a lot of projection mapping. So I think I'm they said kind of, something along the lines of of using Disney storytelling, and to me, that's speak for putting IP inside of it. So, so uh, maybe they maybe this is a rare case of them actually listening to fan backlash on that one. I just I don't want to yeah. lose the Phoenicians. Like, do we got to mess I with know, the Phoenicians? You know, with no, they're just going to light them gonna... up real pretty. They'll be sparkly Phoenicians. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, one of my biggest pet peeves about Spaceship Earth, it's one of my favorite rides, but there are 95% of that ride is too dark. Right. Like when you start at that prehistoric era and there's the giant screen with the woolly mammoth and the guys trying to take him down, that is just way too dark. I get that they're trying to show dark ages and sort of things like that, but that ride is, it's as far as dark rides go, you can't see a lot of the stuff that. I feel like you used to see. Since well, a big part of that is same problem that they frequently have in Haunted Mansion, that they have in Space Mountain, everywhere. If you've got lights, you've got to go in periodically and replace dimming light bulbs and make sure yeah. that they're properly focused, and they don't seem to be doing that. So Yeah, and I, I just don't feel like the, the light technology that they've got in Spaceship Earth right now has been updated in at least the last two decades, probably. <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's far better ways to use leds things like that so i'm i'm hopeful that this will be respectful to what people you know know and love about spaceship earth but it definitely needs a revamp so so the question is who do they get to voice the new you know new, yeah, I don't new know. attraction so uh that that's old me's, and british yeah that's <laughs> well yeah so you also kind of wonder too like or do they go you know based off new stuff um go go completely different direction what about bobcat goldthwaite what's he doing these days <laughs> I mean, if they're going to put IP in there, you know it's going to be Stitch narrating the whole thing. Stitch. Uh, <laughs> down for 24 months to hear Stitch. Mm, yeah. Now, Robert yeah, they're good. Robert Downey Jr. would be a good one, but that's just wishful thinking. Or their new go-to, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they use him on everything now. But, yeah, we'll see. I, I expect this to be through the rest of the year so that it's ready for uh, the 50th anniversary next year, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, at least if not if not farther or yeah. it'll it'll go until uh our, our new overlord decides that he's spent enough on it probably <laughs> yeah this is probably one of the last throws of chapek so uh, see. we'll see what the new era holds when we find out who our new uh parks president's gonna be benevolent ruler um it'll be stitch <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the spellitzers will be will be converted to <laughs> to chili dogs. <laughs> right, I've got another story. This one's uh, courtesy of travelandleisure.com and it's out of Australia. To say thank you for uh, the first responders of Australia's ongoing efforts to battle the wildfires down there. Royal Caribbean has just announced that they are going to be treating 
Um, where's the number? It's a huge number. About 70,000, not 70, sorry. About 7,000 of Australia's first responders and their families are going to be uh, sent on a pair of, they've got two uh, four-night cruises on the Spectrum of the Seas ship. They're going to put them up for free for a nice little cruise around Australia. Uh, include, uh, you know, all their all their meals and activities, everything, which sounds really nice. And then you get to the bottom of the story and you see that this ship has been sitting vacant and unused because of uh, the coronavirus outbreak. (laughs) They canceled all of its sailings. So they found a way to keep, keep their employees busy, I guess for two (laughs) weeks while uh, they wait for those, uh, (laughs) those itineraries to open back up. Wow. Well, I mean, at least they're going to get use, and those yeah. guys certainly deserve a trip. So, yeah, after fi- fighting those fires for how long were they going? It was like a month, wasn't it, or even longer? Yeah, I think it was, it was a long months, months. Plural. Yeah, are they even out? I they, we stopped talking about them because we got distracted by. I feel like I had read they uh, they were getting them under control. They had sort of okay. turned the tide on. They them, had so. some monsoons come through, uh, some heavy some heavy rain and such, and that really kind of helped uh, Mother Nature finally kicked in her part. So that'll do it. How many how many days is it? Did it say uh, four night? Oh yeah, that's cruises. a pretty that's a pretty good trip. Are yeah, they, especially are they allowed to, on the island? Are they allowed to bring emotional support quakas on board? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm filing. I'm 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 going to register for one of those. Getting one. I, aren't, aren't they endangered? I'll take good care of it. What? <laughs> I'm not going to like enter it into quaka fights or anything. Like oh. It's just going to be my buddy. What is a quokka? Well, but but let's imagine for a second what a quokka fight looks like, because that's the cutest blood sport ever. Well, they just throw <laughs> their babies at each other <laughs> until somebody gives up. <laughs> like I said, the cutest blood sport ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about uh, another case for first responders that happened uh, at at Walt Disney World recently. Jess, do you have the do you have the the story on that one, guys? The Jungle Cruise sank. <laughs> dun, dun, straight, dun. straight up sank. Um, yeah, last Thursday, uh, about a couple minutes into a tour of the Jungle Cruise, the uh, one of the boats started to take on water, and uh, within I think I'd read within about twenty minutes' time, it had pretty much sank. Uh, passengers <laughs> were up to up to their waist in water, um, but were all evacuated out with no injuries. <laughs> I'm sure they all got compensated nicely and have another free vacation on the horizon well like, at the very least i'm sure they give them new pants new pants you new know, socks new shoes <laughs> crocs sorry. standing get, in yeah. that water if if everyone remembers correctly i think it was last episode i talked about that water um mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to give me more than new pants after having to stand <laughs> in that nasty and if you've seen the video these people had to like climb out of the boat and like hop into another one Ugh. the yeah. video where somebody put the titanic song over it is the best one but um, <laughs> The good news of the water is only about what three three to four feet deep. Yeah, the, I mean it's not so. it's not dangerous, but that's that's not fun. No, no. no. Could you imagine walking around if they didn't give you anything? Your feet are soaked. Your shoes are soaked. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, they give you a new shirt if you get puked on. So I'm sure they they all. I mean, but then again, how many pairs of pants do you see for sale at the parks? Yeah, that's just it. I mean, they drove them to Walmart probably. <laughs> not men's pants. They keep some in stock in the back. Uh, and they give them the Crocs, the Disney Crocs. That's what they get to wear for the rest oh, of the okay. day. <laughs> I'd like, you know, I'll stick with the wet shoes. Thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You get back to the room and you take pants. the hair dryer and you stick it in your shoe and turn it on high. 
And when Disney was uh, asked for comment on whether the rumors were true that uh, Bob Chapek was captain at the time, uh, they said no comment. <laughs> well, the parks are all about those submersive experiences these days, right? Ooh, submersive. <laughs> Did they say how it sprung a leak? Like where it came apart? Any any word on what's, what caused they, it to start no, taking? No, and, and you're not going to get an official word from Disney on that one. Um, they've acknowledged that it happened, um, and that's probably as far as we're going to get. I, I've, I've seen all sorts of rumors, but everybody can make up everything they want about it so i'm guessing the hippo got tired of being shot at dozens of times a day and finally (laughs) he's like you know what i've had enough (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm pretty sure it was the hippos do you think that the skipper was doing the spiel the entire time while they were waiting to be rescued see that's what i want to know i haven't seen video of that but i really hope that the skipper stayed in character the whole time like this is fine this is fine this is all part of the show we're fine. It's, like, the un- it's the underside of water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a whole new dimension to the to the cruise. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got a weird hotel for us this week. We're going to head to uh, head to New Jersey mm. for the wildest new rental available on Airbnb. Have you guys ever seen Lucy the Elephant? That's in Air- New Jersey. It's it's a uh, it's a tourist attraction. Actually, it's it's really old. I don't think I've um, seen that or heard of that one yet. It's a giant elephant statue it's six stories tall it was built in 1881 it's kind of like um it's kind of like the elephant in, do you remember the in the movie moulin rouge there's a giant elephant that somebody lives in yes oh yeah 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 it's like that um it's 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 a giant elephant with one of those whatever you call those things that people sit in with like a, a cabana over them yeah yeah, like a yeah. saddle it's got, cabana. <laughs> it's got windows in its eyes, and it's huge. Um, so yeah, built in 1881. It's it's actually really tall. It's taller than, or no, it's older than the Eiffel Tower and the Statue of Liberty, and it uh, sees over 130 visitors a year, and it's opening for guests to sleep overnight for the very first time since 1902, courtesy of our friends Airbnb, to celebrate its anniversary. The nights of March 17th, 18th, and 19th, each of those nights, uh, they're going to, it's going to be a other, uh, a contest like they've been running recently. So, uh, so you get, you, you win a night in the, uh, well, you get to pay for a night in the elephant, $138 a night. It's hosted by a guy who's kind of like a uh, Lucy's keeper, I guess. Um, and they're going to have a <laughs> celebrity chef and, and all kinds of elephant swag apparently that you can take home. And it's, it, I mean, it's all decked out inside in like high Victorian fanciness. Yeah. I'm, I was looking at it. First off, this elephant looks like it's had way too much caffeine. Yeah. Those, <laughs> eye, those windows <laughs> in the eyeballs is, are a little disturbing. <laughs> yeah. It's a little cracked out. Um, and apparently, yeah, it was, it's, it was originally designed to be part of a massive hotel huh. yeah. that never got finished. They did the, I'm looking at concept art from way back in the day and yeah, they, they built the elephant, but then we're supposed to build what a hotel that looks a lot like the grand Floridian, which is interesting. And, huh. uh, yeah, they just never finished it. So now they just have a cracked out elephant hanging out in the middle of a parking lot. Uh, $138. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And the inside. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I, I'd go for that. It's very swanky. I mean, and if you're not staying the night, you can always visit there. It's, uh, I believe it says it's, is it like a park? No, it's not, it's, it's registered as in the historic places. So you can go there and tour it. When, yeah. When it looks like staying. inside. Normally it's a museum. So yeah, yeah, they're decking it out specially for right. for these special stays. So interesting. Uh, we'll put up a link to the uh, sweepstakes for that and uh, to the Airbnb listing, which uh, becomes available on March fifth. So don't 
Don't delay. Sounds like the right place to have a conference. (laughs) (laughs) We should have our work conference there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to have to plan one really fast for March 17th of this year, but we'll get Don't forget. Uh, (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm not proud of that one. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it because it's an elephant. (laughs) Dad jokes all the way. You have to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. <laughs> Do you happen to have the fail horns from The Price is Right? Oh, I wish. Got a sad trombone. Well, uh, transitioning away from a giant elephant, um, a few episodes back, uh, Dan, you told us about um, a, a former Soviet compound that had been turned into a theme park with modern conveniences like bicycle rides and tetherball <laughs> and, and yeah, like a toss the nuke. Yeah. The, the, well, no, it was all turned into to, to fun new things, but if that's not good enough for you and you want to know what it was like to really live in the Soviet <laughs> union, you can do so in Lithuania at a place that uh, is translated to 1984 survival drama, Soviet bunker experience. <laughs> I like the drama part. So uh, this is a, a real Soviet bunker in Lithuania that's five meters underground um, that's been transformed into a Soviet bunker reenactment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Did they issue with, it's with actually staffed by former Soviet uh, Soviet army members. Oh. $220 will get you the full 1984 experience of life as a USSR citizen, which uh, includes you arrive and you give up all your belongings. <laughs> what time is you the beating ch- yeah well they, you, you'll get to there uh you change into threadbare coats that are all gray because it's the soviet of Union. course uh then you learn the ussr anthem under duress the white website <laughs> makes sure to point out that you will learn this under duress um, which sounds great and then you'll be interrogated by uh real ex-interrogators of the kgb <laughs> and taken to something called the maze, which they don't feel the need to explain to you on the website, which means hmm. I probably would opt out of that one. Yeah. And uh, you'll get, have to get used to wearing a gas mask. <laughs> and if you make it through this entire thing without having a complete mental breakdown, you're rewarded with a shot of vodka and a certificate. No T-shirt? That's it? I, I know. Yeah. No T-shirt. <sighs> if you pay extra, do you get to stand in line for hours for a loaf of bread? Uh, yeah, I'm sure you're probably going to have to do that anyway. I think everything involved here is going to involve lines and and duress, pretty much. Duress. Um, you can check this out for yourself at www.sovietbunker.com, but I will let you know that as soon as I went to that site, my computer made a point to let me know that that site is not secure in any way. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> they're, they're they're probably skirting the line between reenactment and uh, just trying to bring back the good old days. So do it at someone else's house on their computers, what you're saying. Yeah. Or they also offer educational performances for schools where they will show up at the school and do sort of a, 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 a version of the experience for the kids. I don't know. <laughs> That that's going to be that much fun. They turn the pressure down on the water cans. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's there's photographs on the website. And yeah, the, the guards have all have German shepherds. And it's gray and bleak and not worth $220, if you ask me. I have not been bitten by a German shepherd in a long time. So I guess it's probably time to go. <laughs> yeah. What you're saying is we should book a uh, Gold Key Adventure Society uh, corporate 
team building exercise. <laughs> I think we'll all feel a lot closer after that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never speak of it again, but we'll feel closer. Let's pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> you know, some people just discovered their thing. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said interrogated by a real, a real KGB officer, somebody got really excited. Ooh. <laughs> this is right in my wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. We're going to take a random walk through the Atlas Obscura again. Uh, Jess, I need a number between zero and 45, please. Zero. Zero. Ooh. Uh, Dave. 37. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Math checks out. <laughs> With authority. Mm. 37 is going to take us. Man, it's in France, which means I got to try to pronounce all of these. Yeah. Words. Thanks a lot, Dave. Glad to help, buddy. Ooh, I found one that's not in French. All right. Have you guys ever heard of a rat king? Ratatouille? No, a rat king. That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> Uh, and man, there is French to pronounce. Okay, uh, this is in. Oh, guys, <laughs> no take backs. That's my number. Uh, yep. <laughs> Nantes, France, Nantes, Nantes. Nantes. I'm going to say it nope. like this. Nope. That way, I that's got not excuse. the right. Nantes, France, at the Pays de Lore. Don't get your Laura? Nantes in a twist. Well, this is the Natural History Museum somewhere in France. Um, it, there's you know all kinds of beautiful taxidermy birds, minerals, mammal skeletons, and then tucked away in the back is a rare and possibly forged specimen, a rat king. Folklore holds that rat kings are formed when a group of rats get their tails uh, tangled up so badly there's like when they're in a small closed space and there's just hundreds of rats and they get all tangled up and they form one giant monstrous ball of rat. Wait, that uh, had happened? So. A New York subway? Nobody's, Is that yeah, what we're... Yeah, exactly. That sounds yeah. like my apartment when I lived in Brooklyn, I was about to say. <laughs> uh, so this particular Rat King specimen found in 1986 consists of nine conjoined rodents preserved in alcohol. It is one of only a handful of cases ever found. No scientific consensus considers the uh, natural occurrence of one of these unlikely. So you uh, go check it out for yourself and you decide if it's real or if somebody's got a really weird hobby. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> Some guy just tying rats together. Honestly, they just went to New York and then they got all the rats and then they brought them back to Paris. When I lived in when I lived in New York City, I came home from work one night and it was like eleven o'clock at night and it was summer. And during the summer, the rats are out in force in New York mm -hmm. City. And there were two rats fighting on my stoop. I could not get into my apartment until the rats were done fighting each other. And that was the moment that I decided that I needed to move from New York. And I, I moved about a month later. You're like, all right, there's a brick here somewhere. Ugh. Yeah. But then they would just throw it back at you. So, yeah. And they rear up on their back legs and then they just sort of hiss at each other and then they jump at each other and then they come back and then they jump back at each other. <laughs> I, it was slightly entertaining, but at the same time, not. You just really wanted what to I go wanted. home. I just wanted to go home and I really didn't want rats to be right outside my house. So. Were they fighting over a piece of pizza? <laughs> they were fighting over a whole pizza. Rats in New York City are huge. <laughs> they don't mess around. They're fighting over the territory of a pizza place. They are the size of a pizza. Yes. <laughs> Some of them, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, don't go anywhere because after the break, we're hitting the boards to settle once and for all what the single greatest thing at Walt Disney World is. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. 
that's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of Walt Disney World. For the heavyweight championship of the parks, are you ready? Disney fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance, for the millions listening around the world, from the headquarters of the Gold Key Adventure Society, let's get ready to rumble! Need the Space Jam music. Space Jam music. Yo, That's ready for this? Cool. Where'd you go? There we are. Okay. I can hear you again. No. Oh. I swear. <laughs> you missed my song. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> I was doing some jock jams. Yeah, that's what we need. We need jock jams up in here. Now that's what I call basketball music. That's what I do. Yeah. Oh, you didn't go, you didn't <laughs> you go with Gary it. Glitter? <laughs> no Gary Glitter? <laughs> oh, no, I'm all right with that. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, apparently there's some co- sort of tournament basketball college thing going on this month. <laughs> Sports. I don't know. I always just lose money on it. So it doesn't, I don't pay that. <laughs> Good to know. So I thought, always. always, that's unfortunate. You should, it sounds like you've got a problem, Dave. Maybe you should, <laughs> I should stop. Maybe you should seek help from a, uh, from a professional. Um, <laughs> so we're going to have our very own Parks Madness. I hey, see what I did there. Parks Madness instead of March Madness. Uh-huh. Uh, tournament. Uh, we're going to pick the single one very best thing at Walt Disney World, TM, TM. Uh, this is contractually binding. Uh, and we also asked our listeners for some help picking, picking the first round winners. So let's jump right into it. Uh, let's go to the hotel division. Guys, you have a feeling a Polynesian versus contemporary? Uh, so uh, it, this one's a hard one for me because the contemporary was the first hotel I ever noticed as a kid going to the parks. So, mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole monorail going through the center of it pretty much sells every kid, I think, on that hotel. You don't have to see the inside. So I had always had this sort of ideal notion about it being this amazing hotel um but the older i get the less impressed i am by it it's nice (laughs) but i feel like all it's got going for it at this point is its location and the monorail because it's hard to keep a hotel contemporary 
quite right. frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the interior is nice, but it's just, bad. it doesn't have that luxury feel that I feel like the Polynesian has. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you too, Jess. When you, when you are young and you look at it the first time, it's right there beside it. You can see everything, you know, it's, it's a 10 second walk for the most part. You know, it doesn't take very long. It has its own security checkpoint, but you know, the rooms are outdated. Yeah. Um, there, you know, and, and some of the lighting in it's not the best. Um, and when you think of what the Polynesian has to offer and when you first walk in that place and just the, how it's open, uh, the smells from all the different restaurants that are right there, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I would have taken the contemporary. Uh, but now I think the Polynesian is probably the one to the one to go with. And you have multiple options of transportation, right? You could take the, the boat, the ferry. You can soon you'll be able to walk if you really wanted to. Yeah. And uh, or the monorail. So you're you're not getting stuck in the after park rush. Yeah. I, I, we stayed for the first time. We stayed at the Poly last year in February. And it was, yeah, it was great. I mean, just being right there to the Magic Kingdom is amazing. But the feel of that resort, it's one of the ones that makes you actually feel like you're in a different location. Like you're not in yeah. Florida. It transports you to island time 100%. Yeah. Like, let's I, talk about the pool. Oh, yeah. And the kitty pool. You know, like the slide and stuff. So, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, but that's oh, just no. something that's. Um, yeah, it's got a great water slide and the splash pad is pretty awesome. When we stayed there, all of our the two kids were splash pad age over pool time and they loved it, man. There's so much to do on that thing. Yeah, I know. I've, I've got to go with that. And then for me, I, I lo- I'm, I'm a Disney history buff. So any, you know, sort of big history events that happen when you look at it, you got the contemporary where Nixon said, I'm not a crook. And then you've got the Polynesian where John Lennon signed the papers that ended the Beatles. So as much as I hated the end of the Beatles, I wasn't around for it, but the concept, it bugs me. Um, (laughs) I I prefer that because it it has a better story. It has better history to it. Plus, I think there's there's the the Polynesian offers a lot more, you know, in terms of the rooms, uh, the bungalows. um, But then you also have. All those restaurants. Yeah, now, I was going to say the dining options, and I love the, the even the quick serve at at the Poly Captain Cooks. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. food. Oh man, it's so good. I we ate we ate there more times than almost at the parks when we stayed there. It feels like we we got food there so much. Uh, plus, you got I mean, let's even forget about Ohana for a minute. Uh, all the other locations you got Trader Sam's there also. Versus what do you got at the Contemporary? Yeah, you got some great signature dining, but you've also got Chef Mickey's there. That's a great big ding on that side. Yeah, unless you're under the age of ten, I don't think Chef Mickey's is is going to hit anybody's high list. So I'll take Ohana over Chef Mickey any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't love a meat fest? So it sounds like we've got a consensus. There. <laughs> we know Jeff loves it. Oh, so. I was about to say. <laughs> it sounds like we've got three votes for uh, the Polynesian on our end of things. Uh, the listeners on our Facebook page, uh, they voted as well. They, uh, the contemporary had a lowly two votes and Ooh. the Polynesian <laughs> got 14. So I'm going to say that uh, it's a big win for the Polynesian. Step it up, contemporary. Come on. Up. Oh, okay. Do better. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's go to the other end of the bracket. Uh, we'll get back to some more hotels uh, later, but let's talk parks and let's talk Animal Kingdom versus Epcot. All right. So here's here's where we got to get into the into the details here. <laughs> Are we talking 
<laughs> see, this is rough because Epcot right now obviously loses. Let's talk. Let's talk Epcot in general. Not. not Yes, but not not the idealized 30 years ago Epcot. Let's talk Epcot as good as it's going to get once all these construction walls are down. Uh, it's hard to tell or what it's good. going to be when it's done. You know, you can't even tell from concept art because that changes all the time. Uh, sure. ooh, I mean, I have high hopes for it. I also am I'm also one of those people that believes that Animal Kingdom is basically a half day park. If I go and I only have three days or I'm only going to be able to visit three parks, Animal Kingdom gets gets the axe. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I love Flight of Passage. I love the Everest. I love Safari. I love all that. But it's always 10 degrees hotter than every other park. That's true. Um, I don't think it's a zoo, but I can see a lot <laughs> of the stuff there at a zoo. And I have a thing about not doing things I can do at home while I'm at Disney. Um. So it's a wonderful park. It's a beautiful park. I love it. But I'm going to pick Epcot as Epcot has been and could be in the future, not as it is right now. <laughs> With an asterisk. Yeah, exactly. So hey, I, uh, I think we're kind of on the same mindset, but just in reverse parks. So I look at Epcot as, as a half day. Um, and Animal Kingdom, I could spend, and we do usually spend one, if not two days there doing everything. So, um, you know, between Pandora, uh, you know, Flight of Passage obviously is, is the big attraction. Um, Navi, Rivi, Nav, Nav, Navi River is not something that you look forward to, but you'll do it if the, the, the wait time's low. You'll do it if um, it's the only fast pass you could get. <laughs> right, right, yeah, if you're not on top of it. I mean, I, um, <laughs> but the the thing for me is when I look at these parks is in the attractions is the shows, you know, our kids love Nemo. Our kids love the lion King. Um, you know, expedition Everest is one of those attractions where I could just keep going on and on and on and on and on over and over again. Um, so until I think we see what guardians of the galaxy looks like, uh, for me, it's going to be animal kingdom. Yeah. This one's a real close call for me. I, I could I could spend a whole day at Animal Kingdom, I think. Um, well, if my kids are a little bit older, or if I was by myself, I think I could spend a whole day at Animal Kingdom. It is a lot of a lot of walking, and the things that I want to do there, they're not quite big enough for some of them yet, or at least most of them. Um, but I think Epcot edges it out. There's the variety there. Um, but man, am I just am I just Am I just making that choice based on my my love of the concept of Epcot? I don't know. It's hard because we don't know what it's going to be like soon. It really I mean, depends it, on if the Phoenicians are going to still be there or not. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, if Epcot they, if, does have living with the land. Once they get everything open that they've been talking about, it certainly won't be a half day park. I could I could agree with you in some respects that the way it was up until recently. It was because, I mean, I, I used to like to split it up into Future World for the first half of the day and then World Showcase for the second mm -hmm. half. But as the years went on, the amount of things to do in Future World just completely started to go down. And then you get to a point where you spend an hour and you've done everything that Future World has. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I guess I'll go to World Showcase for the rest of the day. And that can only be done for so long. So I I'm hoping with all the new new attractions they're going to open that'll uh, make it a an actual full day park. but. 
we'll yeah, see. I think, yeah, man, it's it, it, this is harder than I expected it to be. <laughs> it's like choosing <laughs> children. I, Come on. I don't get excited about Test Track. I don't get that excited about Soren anymore. Yeah, no. So I guess I get especially excited if, you're, about, if you're sitting on the side of the Soren, then it's right. no good. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We've talked about the banana pyramids before. Um, I think I'm still gonna go with Epcot for for everything that it means to the history of uh, of the park and everything that it hopefully could be. So I will say I'm looking at uh, Twitter right now and uh, bio reconstruct just put a uh, aerial photo of Epcot up uh, from this morning. And uh, that whole center area is really going to look a whole lot different, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They've, yep. They've got it completely barricaded. You can't get anywhere near it now. No, so. apparently. Yeah. Once you get sort of to spaceship earth through the entrance, you're taken through a back walkway that leads you basically around and past finding Nemo and back that way. So instead of going up and around and back, you're actually just cutting through. So you can't go through that sort of center section anymore. Apparently there's a lot of choke points through there. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but I mean, again, it, it, it's going to be different in five years, you know, three years, you know, so let's see what it looks like once all the attractions are updated, refurbished and we'll see yeah. where it goes. Yep. What did the so uh, listeners was- say on that one? What was Dave's final vote for, though? Uh, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, okay. Uh, The listeners say um, Animal Kingdom has six votes. Epcot got 11. So uh, that that puts Epcot victorious on that round. That says a lot for that to still win after all it's going through. Yeah, I think think a lot of people were, were basing it on the... The former love. I feel like people it. are being a lot nicer to Epcot during this than they were to Hollywood Studios when it was going through its oh, yeah. sort of growing pains. Uh, there were people yeah. really dismissive about Hollywood Studios, but you're going to have to go through these periods to get to something better. So, uh, I think part of the problem with Hollywood Studios is is a little bit always kind of in its in its uh, growing pains phase. <laughs> people just got tired of it. Yeah. Um, Let's 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 uh, head to the. We're going to go to the attractions division next, and uh, let's talk. This is tough, and I purposely put them both together because they're similar attractions. Let's go. Flight of Passage versus Soren. Flight of Passage. Oh, Flight of Passage. Yeah, yeah I guess it's not that tough. I mean, is it? <laughs> Flight of Passage is basically Soren on steroids. It's yeah. Soren with better technology, a better story. I mean, yeah. Yeah, th- this might not have been very fair to Soren, but I wanted to oh, get that get, in there. <laughs> you wanted to get Soren out of there as quick as you could. Yeah. <laughs> Soren's yeah, not I, showing its age well, I don't think. No, which is sad considering they just updated it. Well, couldn't it be possible at this point for them to upgrade Soren to add in the 3D technology that Flight of Passage has? It seems like it's along the same lines with the curved screen and everything. Like, just do yeah. that. I mean, it is the exact same lines pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. Why, why couldn't they, or what else could they add in? They could add in some, like, like when you go and see a 4d movie at, at, uh, at the movie theater, kind of like, kind of like what's on, on Muppets 3d and they'll put a little box in the seat in front of you, or maybe on the canopy above you and spray and water at you, spray and some like, water and get open a, a fire going. hose and throw dirt on your face afterwards. When you go through the yeah. elephant scene, Put a rumble seat underneath your rumble box underneath your seat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it needs it needs plussing, I guess, as they would say. Yeah. So, it's yeah, fixing I, on the video end. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go Flight of Passage. Yes, Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. It's the only it's the only uh, Disney attraction that's made me cry. I have to say, it has to be an amazing attraction for me to, I've never even finished the movie. I've made it like more than halfway through, <laughs> but I get bored with it every time. And I am a sci-fi nerd. So, you know, it's, it's gotta be pushing it if I can't make it through. And yeah, I, I teared up on that ride. It was, it was so impressive that, yep. you know, I, I don't care that I'm like, I don't know what any of these five legged animals are, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, is that is that a consensus? All three of us voting for Flight of Passage, then? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the listeners agree. Soren had four bo- votes, and Flight of Passage had twelve. So we're going <laughs> to hand that victory those, right over. Those were Flight just troll votes. Those were no. Was. Those were the those were the Imagineers that worked on the Erector set to build it. Ah. <laughs> Erector, <laughs> damn near killed her. Ah, there you go. I ah, got it in. <laughs> I saw you like just you know waiting for it, <laughs> chomping at the bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I-, I hope somebody else besides me finds that funny. All right, let's talk snacks, guys. <laughs> You're the host. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's you right. Can, I do. You can put the canned laughter in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> Um. All right, and uh, let's talk. Let's talk snacks. And we're going. We're going Dole whips versus lunchbox tarts. Mm. Thoughts, feelings. I'm gonna go Dole whip simply for the fact that it's a lot harder to add alcohol to a lunchbox tart than <laughs> it is to a Dole whip float. And there are various locations on property where they have alcoholic Dole whip. So, yeah, I have to agree. Uh, if you want the lunch, uh, the the pop tarts, you got to go back a one. Well, I guess it's not one way anymore, but going to go back a, a small corridor, stand in a tight line. Eh, it's not worth it. You know, though, my vote goes and here's I'm, I'm going to use the same rule that Jess used for ruling out Animal Kingdom. I can get Dole Whip darn near anywhere these days. Uh, the, I can walk two blocks to the ice cream store down at the end of my street and get a Dole Whip in more flavors than they offer at Walt Disney World. Um so, I, but you can get pop tarts at the grocery store. Yeah, same. but not like the lunchbox tarts with freaking uh, candied bacon and. Dude, those lunchbox tarts are like ninety percent crust. By the way, so no, I'm not. You you uh, put some more filling in there. I'm down, but I found them very satisfactory when I had them. But that was like shortly after opening of the land. That was during the opening week when they were all buffed up. I've had yeah. them during the I'll opening, and then I had them like four or five weeks ago, and they're not as good as they used to be. Not as good as it used to be. Didn't, didn't they do like a seasonal ones for a little while? I think so. The one I've only had the one. chocolate hazelnut one. The yeah, Nutella one, that, basically. Yeah, they're great they value do. now. It's, what? Mm. <laughs> it's Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> Kirkland's signature toaster pop tart. Yeah. Well, I'm still keeping my vote with lunchbox tarts versus Dole whips. What did the What did the listeners say? Uh, if they agree with you guys. Lunchbox tarts only got two votes. Dole whips got. 14 votes because you guys are wrong dole whips are iconic though that's like disney snack yes you can get them in other places now but for the longest time it was only at disney world that's any anybody i've ever booked for you know that's what they want they you know when they get their work and they get a dole whip just because they've heard about it you know they might not like it later but yeah that's what they want before they get there or if yeah but or as i heard when i was a child from a group of rednecks that were in front of in front of us in line, y'all got them dough whoops. <laughs> oh, let's let's rebrand them. I like that name better. Dough whoop, dough whoop, dough whoop your butt. 
Whoop, there it is. <laughs> there's, the, there's the ad campaign itself. <laughs> Perfect. All right, back to the hotels. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go, we're going to slum it a little bit, down class uh, to Whoa. moderates. Moderate and uh, we'll call it value plus. Art of Animation versus Port Orleans, French Quarter specifically. Mm. Art of Animation. Oh, I have I have a Ooh. personal. Oh, you you don't want that? Change your mind, Dave. I gotta think about that. I I was thinking Port Orleans, but if you're saying French Quarter, yeah. No, I I stayed at French Quarter right after my wife and I got engaged, and so it has a special place in my heart. Um, th- that hotel is really really nice. It's quiet. It's small. It has that feeling that you're kind of in another area. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I've never stayed in art of animation. I actually will be checking in there for the first time on Monday, but I already know that French quarter is going to have the advantage. Dave looks very consternated. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that. You know in. what? I, I, it has to be French quarter. Uh, and the reason being is the transportation to and from the parks was phenomenal. So, uh, obviously it's a great resort. Um, I, I love that new Orleans style themed. Uh, look to it, but uh, we were there for New Year's Eve, 2016 into 17, and at you know, 12:30 after the fireworks in Magic Kingdom, it took us 15 minutes to get on the bus and back to the resort. So, nice. yeah, uh, because it is so small, you know, yeah. it's not, and it, it had its own dedicated line at that time. So that memory will always stick with me. So for that reason, French Quarter, and yeah, this is why I picked it. Decided to put these two against each other i mean the french quarter it's beautiful and i get that but art of animation has the skyliner station that doesn't that doesn't yeah, so does your pop, vote at all you know. yeah but yeah yeah but but i mean that's a, uh, that's a an- factor for sure but then when you're when you're staying at art of animation it's so spread out yeah like you're when you're talking when you get off the on the bus off at french quarter you're you're pretty much everywhere you want to be it's there's no yeah there's that i don't know i those those family suites are awfully nice though for the space at at our baguettes animation baguettes (laughs) again i can get a baguette probably better at the what was it the the beignets the beignets beignets, too yeah baguettes and beignets you can't get those at port orleans or you can't get those at, at art of animation See, for Guys, me, it's, it's going to be different. If anywhere. I've got kids with me, I'm going to go Art of Animation. But if it's just me and my wife, it's going to be French Quarter. Yeah. They're, and and they different have different themes, you know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, I guess we agreed to disagree then because I'm still going to go with Art of Animation, mainly because that Skyliner uh, right there. It is um, nice. Yeah. And I I find the bus situation is not that bad. And I mean, we've stayed in Lion King and the car suites, and it's not... It's not a terrible walk from the bus station if you're taking the bus. It's it wasn't bad. Uh, okay, uh, the the um, the listeners agree with you guys again. Art of Animation with three votes and French Quarter with thirteen votes. So let's uh, tee them up as the winner there. Okay, uh, back to parks. Magic Kingdom versus Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios has Galaxy's Edge. It's got Rise of the Resistance, the most amazing uh, experience you'll ever have in a theme park. It, it doesn't have Splash Mountain, so it's Magic Kingdom for me. Yeah. Uh, this is a hard one. This is and really the, hard for me because and the Dole Whips. <laughs> uh, this is hard for me because Rise of the Resistance is the best attraction I've ever been on, um, and 
that in itself is enough to put Hollywood Studios pretty high. Um, but I'm going to have to be a purist. I mean, Magic Kingdom is essential Disney. So if, it's like if you think about it, if you took Hollywood Studios out of Walt Disney World, you'd still have Walt Disney World basically the way people expect it. If you took Magic Kingdom out of Walt Disney World, that you're taking out 90% of what people expect. Everybody would lose their mind. Yeah. So as much as right now, I personally love Hollywood Studios more. I'm going to go Magic Kingdom for overall. Yeah, agree. 100%. I think across the board, including the listeners, Hollywood Studios got two votes. Magic Kingdom got 14 votes. So I hope whoever the two or three people that keep losing aren't like voting for the same thing each time. (laughs) They're just, they're troll votes. Yeah. Um, snacks, school bread versus Pangu Lumpia. School bread. I've got, yeah, school bread. I've got to say that I've never actually eaten either of those things. Isn't school bread heavy on the coconut? Yeah. Yeah. It's like coconut and cream inside. Yeah. And that's, that's got it. That sways it over to Pangu Lumpia for me. Cause isn't that like a, like a, basically a pineapple egg roll? It's a pineapple yeah. and cream egg roll, basically. Yeah, that sounds right up my alley. I, I'm, I'm going. Both are good. You can't go wrong, really. Yeah, and they're they're both a little bit more exotic than the standard park snacks. So right, turkey yeah. leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't Ooh, notice that. that wasn't on the list. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's you it's, do you do that once and never again. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's for photos. It's for the gram, as the kids say. You know, it's, all those poor turkeys giving up their legs to be wasted like that. <laughs> And they're all male turkeys, too. Yeah. Are they? That's why they're so Do we have the stats on that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) They're not emu or or whatever people think they are. Um, Wait, so that's... that's, that's, Excuse me? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dave, are you a little distracted right now? I just said, yeah, I said, no, I'm good. Okay, good. So we've got two for school bread, one for the pangu. Um, this one on the uh, on the listeners was a lot closer than anything else we've seen so far. The pangu has six votes, and the school bread has uh, eight votes. So school bread moves on to the next round. Nice. All right, we've got one more matchup in the first round of voting, and that is our last attractions matchup: Haunted Mansion versus Tower of Terror. Discuss. Oh, this is no contest whatsoever. This is is Haunted Mansion, and I I don't even think we need to keep discussing. Let's just move on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it's Haunted Mansion. I I, I was, you know, Tower of Terror's got some some amazing things going for it, mostly in the theming of everything that leads up to the ride. But uh, now if it was Guardians of the Galaxy... You no, know, even would, still, no, no, no I would have, you're wrong. I could have, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> as much Stay as I down. Love Guardians, uh, Stay okay. down, Dave. All right, all right, yeah, no, fine. Yeah, I think, I think Haunted Mansion is just the total package front door to back, front door to exit queue. Oh, yeah, back door. <laughs> Master Gracie. <laughs> Easy there. Easy there. All right, um, and uh, the listeners agree, uh, Actually, this one was closer than I expected it to be. Also, Haunted Mansion with nine votes, Tower of Terror with seven votes. But Haunted Mansion, moving on. There are seven wrong people out there. That's right. Well, there's more than seven wrong people. Okay, so here's where we. 
<laughs> here's here's where we stand after first round voting. Uh, we got for the hotels. We're going to be discussing French Quarter versus Polynesian, Haunted Mansion versus Flood Passage, Schoolbred versus Dole Whip, and Magic Kingdom versus Epcot. So let's start with the hotels. Polynesian versus French Quarter. Ooh. Thoughts? Polynesian's deluxe. It is deluxe. French Quarter's moderate. You've you've got you've got that you've got that emotional tie to French Quarter though. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But oh, if I'm if you're asking me which hotel I'd rather stay in for my next trip, it's mm-hmm. going to be Poly. Yeah, it's got to be the Polynesian. I mean, it's one it of just the offers top. so much more. Yeah, it just exactly. offers that. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. I can't watch the electrical water pageant from the beach at the French Quarter. So you could probably hear it with as loud as that thing is though. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not complaining. Man, I love that music. I love that show. <laughs> Polynesian all the way. Okay. Uh next round. Uh, let's let's do snacks. School bread versus Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Yeah, Dole Whip. Iconic. Mm. This I don't even like ice cream that much and the Dole Whip would be my choice. Man, I'm almost willing to say I'll eat some coconut just to not have to eat a Dole Whip. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like I'm just gonna have to write in my own vote here that that the citrus swirl is better than uh, Dole Whip. Yeah, like that. I needs agree. To be said so, but I didn't, I didn't want to have to be part of having my absolute favorite Disney snack put down on the also ran list, so I just left it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, just save yourself the tears. You know? That's right. That's right. All right. So I guess we're going Dole Whip for mm-hmm. uh, for the winner on this round. Man, this is getting easier now. We've done some discussing. It's going to get interesting in a minute, though. Okay. Uh, Haunted Mansion versus Flight of Passage. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion has the staying power. It's. Nah. It has it has history. It it also can be ridden by pretty pretty much anybody. True, Flight of Passage yeah. still has yeah. a high Haunted requirement. Mansion. And- Haunted Mansion just has that feel to it. That's Disney. When you think about Disney, you think about Haunted Mansion. Yeah. You know, Flight of Passage will be there, but Haunted Mansion will always be there. I can't wait. Yeah, out of the non IP attractions that they have, what is the thing that is still Disney? It's definitely Haunted Mansion. But right. not the movie. Not the movie. Yeah, pretend like that didn't But happen. there's pros ignore and cons it. there, too, right? To the ignore. movie? No, just cons. Just <laughs> a lot ignore, of cons. Ignore the movie, please. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, fin- final matchup on this round, Magic Kingdom versus Epcot. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. I uh, agree 100%. Pretty simple on that one. Yeah, that's that was straightforward. All right. Here's where things get a little bit interested, though, because we are down to the semifinal Semi-final round of voting, okay? So now we're getting, we're mixing up our categories. And let's go here first. So what is more, what is, what is better? The Polynesian Hotel or the Haunted Mansion? <laughs> oh, how do you even? <laughs> I mean, I That's feel like if I, if I answer anything other than Haunted Mansion in this competition, that they'll come and remove my tattoo. So, I, you know. Ooh, that sounds painful. Yeah. They're both quintessential classics. Uh, I mean, this is who tough. was there first? But see, uh, this is tough because you could choose Magic Kingdom, and it includes Haunted Mansion. So really, you double dip it if you do that. I mean, but, yeah, you're 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 cheating the system, but 
Well, but no, that's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're like, no, this is not how we're playing the You're game. You're overthinking <laughs> this game. What is better, the Haunted Mansion or the Polynesian Hotel? The Polly's got... Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought we were talking Magic Kingdom. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, 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 no. Haunted Mansion or Polly. So Polly's got the great restaurants. It's got the atmosphere. It's got that guy that comes out at sunset and does his cool fire knife dance. Does he still do that? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. You, you've convinced me, Dan. I'm the swing can, boat. I'm taking you, the Polly. You can you can rent you can rent the water sprite boats there. Uh, they've got they've got a luau there. Splash pad, splash pad, awesome splash pad. All right, I don't yep, know you guys. The haunted. Mansion. I'm taking the poly. You taking the poly, Dave? Taking the poly. One for the haunted mansion from Jess. I'm man. I'm torn, but I think. I can have a Walt Disney World vacation without staying at the Poly. In fact, most of mine <laughs> do not involve staying at the Poly. <laughs> right. I can't. I cannot go to the Magic Kingdom and not ride the Haunted Mansion. Exactly. Except for the last time because I had to go take a picture of a stupid cupcake. So. Oh. <laughs> like my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody needed a picture of a of a sock cupcake on two one three day or two, whatever day. But the Monsters Inks, you know that mm-hmm. thing. Last year. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, uh, so that's two Haunted Mansion. One, Polly. Sorry, Polly. You're out of here. You're out. All right. Uh, we're down to uh, Dole Whip versus the Magic Kingdom. What is more? What is better? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> Let's just, see if your uh, Dole Whip argument holds up. <laughs> I'll take the Magic Kingdom, Dan. Yeah? You sure about that? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to go with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. All right, we're going Magic Kingdom for the winner versus the Dole Whip. But guys, I thought everybody loved the Dole Whip so much. You can get the Dole Whip like, in Magic Kingdom. But I keep looking at this as like, okay, if they take my, they take the choice that I don't pick away, how's that going to make me feel? If they take Dole Whip away, man, if they take Magic Kingdom away, come on. That's yeah. that's a problem. Your, your annual pass no longer allows you to get into Magic Kingdom. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced that at some point anyway. <laughs> we're raising the prices and you actually don't get in the parks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right um i originally wasn't gonna do this but let's let's talk third place then matchup so uh polynesian versus dole whip Polly, 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 Polly. yeah yeah i agree uh dole whip dole whip isn't nearly as cool as trader sam listen it's it's good for the first couple times and then that's you, know, you don't need it then you just get a citrus swirl you get diabetes that's you exactly like that. you gr- you grow up and you discover the citrus swirl <laughs> <laughs> you mature a little bit and you get a good snack you appreciate the nuanced flavors of frozen orange juice and vanilla ice cream. Okay, so we're down to the championship round, and this is tough, guys. And so you got to think about this. What is better, the Haunted Mansion or the entire rest of the Magic Kingdom? Imagine that the Haunted Mansion is not part of the Magic Kingdom for this matchup. That is its own separate entity. The rest of the Magic Kingdom versus Haunted Mansion, which one wins? See, my absolute favorite attraction is Splash Mountain. So. If Haunted Mansion, for some reason, went away, it would be unfortunate, but it would not break me. So, uh, for me, it's going to be Magic Kingdom. If Haunted Mansion went away, it would literally break me. Um, (laughs) Physically, emotionally, mentally, um, spiritually. Laser tattoo removal. Yeah, yeah. It would just be me crying over my Madame Leota statue. Um, So, yeah, no, I, I can't, like... I could go to the Magic Kingdom and easily spend the entire day just riding the Haunted Mansion and be fine with it. 
And so I'm going to have to pick that. Yeah. Because if you just opened a park that was just the Haunted Mansion, I'd still be there. I'd still have my annual pass, you know. So, <laughs> guys, a bunch of jerks. <laughs> I was really hoping. I was really hoping that you weren't going to leave me with the tiebreaker vote. This is fun, yeah. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to decide. I was hoping that we would we'd have another consensus decision. Um Haunted Mansion versus Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Be very careful. I could quit the show with the wrong decision. Just do it. Man. Do the right thing. Depends on right if you thing, want Dan. that or not. But <laughs> here's do my the take, right though. thing, Dan. Here's here's what I'm going here's what I'm going to say. Haunted Mansion, I can go see it at Disneyland, and it's probably better at Disneyland anyway. Oh. Can confirm. So it is better at Disneyland. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's got the Hatbox Ghost at Disneyland. What were you thinking, Jess? Most things are better at Disneyland, but it's still it's my Haunted Mansion. It's the one I grew up with in Disney World. That's true, and I do like the Escher stairs, and there's some other cool differences. But the Magic Kingdom has lots of cool things that aren't. I mean, it's got pirates. Pirates is the other quintessential Disney thing, mm-hmm. right? Just go yeah, watch all the yeah. movies. No, no, those are not quintessentially Disney pirates. Not the same. Oh, go ride the ride, and 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 where's everybody going to go to put their kids on on a Dumbo and take a picture of them flying on Dumbo if we didn't have the rest of Magic Kingdom? So, for that reason, just get pictures of them crying while they're on the mansion. Is my vote. <laughs> We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. We have we the the people, mostly I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't think Haunted Mansion was going to win. <laughs> I mean, you, you put up a good fight. It got second place. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't be. think it was going to place even that high. So you know, really, yeah, yeah. It, it could be down in fourth place with Dole Whip. So <laughs> no trophy, or you know, left behind with Art of Animation. Animal Kingdom. So there you have it, folks. First, third place, Polynesian. Second place, Haunted Mansion. And the very best thing at Walt Disney World, we have decided, is Magic Kingdom Park. Yay! Uh, and if you, you know, I'm going to celebrate. Us, I'm going to celebrate by checking into Art of Animation next week, going and riding the Haunted Mansion and having a Dole Whip, and just basically at the like, same time. Forget second. all you. That's impressive. I don't need you. And if you disagree with us, go ahead and send an email to uh, David M. Beers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think we can all agree on one thing, though, guys, throughout this whole process. The absolute worst place to eat at any Disney park would probably be, say it with me now, Flo's Cafe. Flo's V8 Flo's. Cafe. <laughs> it's so bad. That's something we can all get behind, right? There you go. So don't eat at Flo's. Don't ever. Thanks. Don't. Someone's like, hey, do you want a free meal? Sure. Want to go to Flo's? Nope. <laughs> nope. That's not food. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're inspired to head to Walt Disney World to check out all our winners and pick your own parks champ, you can head over to www.keytotheworldtravel.com where a stadium full of expert travel planners are ready to help make your travel dreams a reality. And don't forget to visit the Theme Park Professor at www.themeparkprofessor.com for all the latest theme park news and planning tips, including info on uh, all the stuff we just talked about and a whole bunch more. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss a single episode. Tell your friends how much you love our show, and we can't wait to adventure with you again next week. Dan, don't forget, we're showing on the top 200 now. No, we're not. (laughs) 
<laughs> we oh, were for a little while. <laughs> we were for like a day. <laughs> Death fluctuates daily for even like the top guys. They fall off and come back. <laughs> so the big key is to but, click that subscribe button. That's right. If you want us to chart back up in the way up at the top of the travel charts, uh, hit that subscribe button and give us five and stars. Us, and then when for the and comments, write a written review. Say Dan told us to do it. Say Jess told us. It doesn't matter. Just put something in there. Could be a yeah. dissertation on why Haunted Mansion should have won this whole thing. But there you go. Go tell Apple Apple Podcasts why Haunted Mansion is the best. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Bye. Don't go to flows ever. It's time to close this week's gathering of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. If you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.